In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. Your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, is out to dispel that myth of the perfect child and encourage parents to let them out of the box. Each child is unique, and this show is just the place to stand up and shout out that fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. So right now, join the queen of accountability who advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. Here is your host, Tara Kennedy-Klein. Hey, Parent Nation. Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein. I am Tara Kennedy-Klein, your hostess, and I am so excited to be back in cold, freezing cold, stupid freezing cold Pennsylvania after a week in Mexico with my family. Um, had, a, uh, had a great show last week with the, the panelists from the Genius Parent Summit, which I'm really, really excited about. But that um, that time away with my family was so necessary. And yeah, we pulled our kids out of school and yeah, they had a boatload of homework to do when we got back. But, you know, I think sometimes those experiences and doing things that you wouldn't normally do in places that you wouldn't normally do them are so much more educational than, um, what they're going to get sitting at a desk, staring at a wall. You know, my son spent his first day back at school sleeping. So (laughs) clearly wasn't learning a whole lot that day, but we had a really good time. I mean, we had what some people might call mishaps. We call them adventures. Um, My wallet got stolen on the bus, but hey, I got to go see the police station in Mexico, which was cool. Uh, Tip, they don't care if your wallet gets stolen. Just throwing that out there. But anyway, I got a new iPhone out of it. Woohoo. And, uh, you know, got to, got to get a new picture for my driver's license. So, hey, you know, wasn't all bad. But I, um, I was so thrilled to, um, to get back to my house and, and back to, you know, my, the things that I love about home you know, the, the comforts of home. I I was really glad to see that it wasn't as warm as I like it, but you know, the summer will be here before we know it. So I'll get over that. But, you know, my kids learned a lot of really cool stuff when we were there besides, you know, if you're a woman wear your purse on the front of your body, they learned like Spanish words. They learned, um, they tried new foods, which was really cool. Look, people, if you're going to take your kids on a trip to another country, do yourself and your family a huge service and let them encourage your kids to explore new foods. We're so scared about everything these days. You know, everything's going to give you diarrhea or make you sick or whatever. You know, try new food. Resorts and places like that are commercialized. They're healthy. You're not going to get sick. Let them try new things. I know that there's a McDonald's in Mexico. I know there's McDonald's in, in Vienna, Austria. Pass them by. You can go to a McDonald's at home. Go to a, a restaurant. Try something new. We do a crazy food eating contest. Every day, every day is a new day. The person who eats the craziest food of the day gets five bucks to spend on whatever they want. 
my kids have tried some of the wildest foods and they're so proud of themselves you know and then they come home and they talk about this stuff and people are really impressed and you know i i was talking to my cousin the other day and she was like oh when did your kids start eating salad i'm like what that's not <laughs> really we don't look at asian people and go how do you get them to eat rice you know it's just what they're offered if you offer kids things and they try new things they're going to get used to trying new things. Make it a rule. If they say, no, I don't want any, no thank you, my friend Regina Garapi taught me this, then there's the no thank you portion, and that's the little portion of food that they get. There's things that you as a parent are allowed to do, and putting your children in out-of-the-box situations that may take them out of their comfort zone a little bit but broaden their horizons tremendously, that's your job. That's stuff you got to do. So just do it. And if other people aren't doing it, who cares? They're not your they're not their kids. They're your kids. Do what you want. Have a good time. So people look at you like you're a little crazy. So your kids are spitting food out at the table cuz they don't like it. So what? At least they put it in their mouth. You know what I mean? So anyway, I am so thrilled to be joined by a, a guest that I have wanted to have on this show ever since I read about her band um, in a TV interview reporter. Her name is Dorothy Wallace, and her band is called The Ladybugs. And I thought, oh, isn't that cute? You know, it was like reminiscent of like Barney and um, the Bugaloos. And I'm aging myself there again, but I do that on every so- show, so too bad. But I thought, that, that's really cute. And then I started reading a little bit further into, um, like, what they do. And they talk about things like obesity and um, behavior-modifying drugs and bullies and predators and, you know, all that stuff that, when you think about it, isn't really cute and warm and fuzzy, but it's an absolutely necessary conversation. Then I went on their website and listened to some of their songs and watched their videos. I was dying. I was cracking up. Um, the Creepy Man song is hysterical. I was like, I was singing it actually before I got on the air. Um, but Dorothy has an extensive background in music and all of that stuff. But I think the thing that's really the coolest about it is that she has kind of combined what she says she's combined South Park with Schoolhouse Rock. And she's created the this series of videos and shows and music that really gets kids interested in listening to topics that are really hard to talk about. So, and I absolutely love that. And she's a crack up and she has a great voice. So I'm so excited that she's joining us today. Hey, Dorothy, how are you? <laughs> I'm beyond. <laughs> no problem. I'm excited. I think this is going to be a fun show. Oh, me too. <laughs> have you ever been out of the country? Yes, I have, and I love Mexico, and I have actually gotten diarrhea, but not in Mexico, <laughs> in the uh, Dominican Republic, and I have been to Europe also. I love to travel, so it's I'm awesome, sorry you got right? your wallet stolen. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, you know, I was upset about it for, like, a couple hours because I lost so many photographs. That's what oh. killed me the most. Honest to God, the... So much reliance was put on that little tiny device. You know, it had everything yeah. in it. It's 2,500 pictures in there and, you know, Aww. all my contacts and stuff. And people are like, well, didn't you back it up to the cloud? I don't even know what the hell a cloud is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. I hear about that. I'm that not tech savvy. You know, so... um, 
but yeah, I love it. It's beautiful. We're, our family does travel a lot. And, you know, I, I love that what you bring to the table is a comedic approach to things like what we witnessed or what we dealt with while we were traveling. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. people don't talk to their kids about getting robbed. I know. I know. You know, and the creepy man and stuff like that. So it was really, it was such an enlightening experience for them too, because even though I didn't put guilt on them, Uh they put it on themselves. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. They were like, Mom, we should have been watching your back, and you know, we shouldn't have been complaining about having to ride the bus, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's right. You shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, well, no. I, everything's a teachable moment, right? Exactly. You know, I, I'm probably a little one of the wackier teachers out there. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> everything is a teachable moment. So, anyway, I am just so excited to have you on, and I can't wait for you to tell us, like, well, first of all, how did you come up with this idea? Well, it's interesting. I had a long, um, I, you know, I was a singer-songwriter, independent singer-songwriter for many years, um, and I decided when I got a little bit uh, older that um, maybe it's time to, ha- to give it up. And I, I got a new job, and I mentioned to my coworker that I used to do this, and she had, um, we were on a business trip, and she was driving her car, and all the music she had uh, was children's music. <laughs> and yeah. she kind of brought up, well, why don't you do children's music? You can make a lot of money. And I told her, you know, um, I would write really paranoid songs. If I wrote songs for kids, I would be writing about how to dial 911 if your mommy stops breathing or how to um, <clears throat> avoid uh, creepy men in the park or you might get kidnapped. Um so things like that, and the idea was in my head for a couple of years until I decided, you know, I missed making music and I wanted to get back into songwriting. And I decided to just do uh, like a Google search and, and do research to see who's doing this type of music and what else is out there, and I found nothing. <laughs> I found nothing. I was, I, And I looked under children's music on Amazon and iTunes and it, it's just children's music. There's no categories for ages. There's nothing. I mean, there's educational, but it doesn't say, you know, uh, 14 and over. Or It, it really wow. doesn't, it doesn't specify um, what's, you know, like, like you see on toys, um, what age uh, uh, particular music is for. So I right. thought, well, that's, that's weird that no one has ever done this. So... Um, uh, the song idea started coming, and, and when you're creative, you know you can't stop that. It comes, and you just have to follow um, your intuition and just go with it. So I started writing the songs. And when I was a kid, I was really into the Beatles, and my girlfriends and I, we called ourselves the Ladybugs, and we would just lip sync to Beatles songs. So I decided oh, that funny. I would create a cartoon called the Ladybugs. I would make them a diverse group of girls that have a variety of issues that they deal with, um, and then just make the show about their music and about um, their issues and how they deal with them, like bullying and things like that. Oh my so that's gosh. how the Ladybugs were born. 
That's hysterical. I mean, I I have to tell you, my girlfriends, well, first of all, I can totally tell that you're from the East Coast from your accent. And my girlfriends and I have often gotten together and like you're goofing and you're listening to Barney songs and you just start making stuff up. But never in my wildest dreams did I think that, that somebody would actually do it. So, oh my gosh, how funny is it that you've actually done it? It's I, I just love it. And your your songs are so uh, your voices are really good, which I actually oh, thank you. Which I think is really ironic. We're going to go to break in just a few seconds. But when we come back, I want to talk about what inspired some of the different titles of your songs and talk sure. about the uh, lyrics to them when we come right back. OK. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Do your friends and family speak the same spiritual language as you? Are you ready to embrace the life you truly desire? Are you ready to find the courage to listen to your intuition, embrace your ancient wisdom, and live an authentic life in joy? Join Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, Fridays at noon, Eastern Standard Time, on the Angel Radio Network, as she ignites the conversations you're longing to have. Grab a cup of tea, tune in, and finally find the answers you're looking for and the path of happiness you seek with an hour of Dishy Talk Radio for the Spiritually Hungry with Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, here Fridays at noon on the Angel Radio Network, changing the world by enlightening the world, one radio show at a time. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. Hey, welcome back to the show. We are being joined today by Dorothy Wallace, who is the founder of the Ladybugs um, do you, are they just the ladybugs, Dorothy, or are you the ladybugs band? Or they're know, just you, the ladybugs. Just the ladybugs. Because every time yes. I hear that, I think of the ladybugs picnic. The ladybugs song picnic. from Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, you know, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I kind of um, there were a few ladybugs out there, so I made the show called 
Meet the Ladybugs, since there's oh. an album called Meet the Beatles, which was my first Beatles album. Oh, that's so cool. But well, uh, before the break, you were talking about how you wanted to bring different diverse girls or women into the group with different yes. issues that they were dealing with. Tell me more about that. Well, I wanted uh, the um, target audience of kids to be kids that are not the typical target of shows. Like maybe, uh, you know, there are kids out there who don't have parents or are in foster care or their parents have substance abuse issues. So I wanted to have a diverse group that everyone can identify with. Um, Harmony is the lead singer with the blue hair, and she uh, lives with her boyfriend, and they have an adopted child. Um, his name is Liverpool, which they named after, you know, the Beatles, uh, where they come from. <clears throat> and Liverpool um, is a bed bug, um, and he was orphaned after uh, the infestation. He's from New York City. So um, so they adopted him, and I wanted to have adoption and kids who are adopted to have a character they can identify with, so I made Liverpool. That's awesome. Um, and then they, uh, Nellie with the orange hair, she's a lesbian, and she has a girlfriend. Her name's Katie Did. Um, and Nellie, Nellie, yeah, Nellie in the first episode, she gets bullied um, because she's gay. So wow. we deal with that issue. So um, for gay kids out there, you hear a lot of, of people who are gay talk about they knew since they were five or six. So I thought it was important to have one of the characters um, for gay kids to identify with. Uh-huh. Agreed. I love that. You Thank know, and you. I can see some of the parents sitting there listening right now going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. You it's all over the news. It's stuff that we're talking about all the time. Why all wouldn't you bring it into their space? Exactly. And it is in their space. That's the thing is um, kids are so bombarded with images and they hear so much. Um, they hear adults talking about different things and um, very little is explained to them because the subject matter is supposedly um, something that shouldn't be discussed with kids or it's oh, maybe it's just taboo. makes a little un uncomfortable. Yeah, mm -hmm. taboo subjects. So, Yeah, we don't play that here. Exactly. That's why I love your uh, podcast. It's terrific. <laughs> I love what you're doing. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're a rebel. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we need it, more. Yeah, I guess some people call it rebel. I call it uh, tolerance and acceptance. But, you know, it can go either way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I said we're at a time where that's being rebellious, you know? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Rebel so without clue. That's me. Adelia is the drummer. She is African-American, and she's a single mom. So um, I wanted kids who have a single mom to have someone to identify with and for kids, uh, people of color, to have a, a cartoon character they can identify with. So that's Adelia. That's awesome. Uh, and Cleo, she's more exotic, and she um, speaks Spanish. Um, mm. So, um, and she's also very smart, 
and uh, is, I guess, would be like a nerd and more to herself and likes to study and read. That's like our Francesca Scoto, except Francesca's not shy. <laughs> she does, oh, really? <laughs> she does the Live in Latina show on Woohoo Radio Network, and she's my girl. She's, oh, like, cool. brilliant. She is, like, beyond brilliant and and beyond Spanish or beyond Latina. Awesome. <laughs> sorry, I said Spanish. You know, sorry, Francesca, don't get <laughs> mad at me. But anyway, she's – but she's not – she's not shy, but um, she's definitely – a bookworm. Like if there's something she can learn, she's so into that. Yeah. And beautiful. Just like amazingly gorgeous woman. So that yeah. Cleo would be like our Francesca. Yes. And I was like that as a kid. I loved to read and I was really good at, in school and got good grades, but I was a little shy um, and not as outgoing as the other kids. And don't you hate the way we stereotype shy kids today? Oh, it makes me so mad. <clears throat> because it's like a lot of noisy people who never shut up that have to label quiet people. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Like there's something wrong with people who are quiet. Like maybe you should try it sometime. It's true. You know, yeah. I spent a whole week being quiet. It's it was the hardest week ever in my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> it was so terrible. But I found that my kids were more open to come to me to tell me stuff. It's not that my kids don't tell me stuff now, but uh-huh. in, in a quiet space, I was more approachable. Maybe that's the right way to put it. Yeah. You, you learn to listen better when um, you're quiet. Yeah. That's one of the first things we teach in Stop Raising Einstein is to just get quiet and listen. Yeah. We call it respectful communication, but whatever. It's, yeah. it's basically about shutting your mouth and just listening. And I think that if we were to, because I'm all about finding the unique brilliance and stuff, if we were to focus on that being a gift of a shy person instead of like, oh, you know, well, she's so shy. We're trying to get her out of her shell, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Leave her in her damn shell. She's happy there. And she's probably learning so much more from the world around her, you know. And there's a book. There's a book out now. I can't remember what it's called, but it's about quiet people and how um, how smart they are. Like they put Bill Gates in that category uh, of you know very successful people who are shy by nature and they don't fall into that type A personality that everyone assumes is the the person who's going to be successful. Right. uh, Wish I could remember. We want to call them introverts. You know, we want to give it like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like I think it's, name. it's more like introspective to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm being creative. When I'm quiet, I'm being creative. I'm coming up with ideas. I'm, uh, I'm not, um, you know, a lot of noise is gossip, I feel. Yeah. And a lot of the, the chatter is um, gossiping and talking about other people. And when you stop doing that, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> wow. And you then know? you just have to think, God, exactly. what does that look like? Mm-hmm. That's so you have to amazing. listen. You have to listen and and um, allow whatever is going on. To, and we're uh, so focused on our kids making friends, and you know, yes, that is a goal for me for my son who has autism. I want him to make friends, but it's for a different reason. Mm-hmm. It's because I want him to have someone to be able to relate to and talk to 
when he feels mm-hmm. he can't come to me. That's my basis behind wanting him to have a friend. But I mean, I know people, parents who are so focused on creating their kids' social circles that they forget that sometimes you as the parent can be their first best friend. I know. That's so sad. And even teaching, you know, your first teacher should always be your parents. I thought so, You know, too. You, you learn most from your parents. Your, your best friend should be your parents. And I'm not saying you shouldn't discipline your kids. I just mean that, that closeness. Uh, when you have that, yeah, that's, that's the most important thing. And a lot of these kids that have these big social calendars, I just they they look exhausted to me. <laughs> They're yeah, like they wandering are. around like zombies, going from <laughs> one thing to another. And then we go, we send them off into the workforce, and they become zombies there too. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. It's just so yeah. tough to to raise kids nowadays, and it, people say it's not that hard. I, you know, I think. If we're so steadfast in our beliefs, we make it hard. You know, yeah, like the comment true. that you just made, we should be our children's first best friend. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many parents fight me tooth and nail on that? We shouldn't be friends with our kids. Yeah, I think a lot of it is semantics, too, because they're thinking that when you're friends, you're not a really a parent. But I think you could be both. I mean... Yeah, I'm not talking about smoking weed and getting drunk with your kid. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> But you could say that, that hey, talk about. <laughs> yeah, you could say, hey, I did that when I was a kid and uh, it messed up my grades and I got sick. And, you know, you can, you know, be honest, that's the friend part. Now, I don't want you to go down that road that I went down. Exactly. And do you think that that's what a lot of your themes and your songs are basically about is just being honest? Being honest, being open and not um, not being afraid to go to that place where you have that conversation. And one of the reasons I made the songs funny is because I think laughter loosens people up, especially if you're nervous about something. And it's a really difficult topic. It helps to be able to laugh. Um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think one of our big mantras in our house is if you ain't laughing, you ain't learning. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many studies out there that prove that, too. You know, that's I was just saying that to my son the other day because he got in trouble for falling asleep in class. And I'm like, dude, if you're really that bored, like how many times a day do you laugh in school? He's like, we don't laugh in school. We would get yelled at if we laugh in school. Oh, please. I'm like, please. That's ridiculous. I, if I was a teacher, my kids would be rolling on the floor laughing like half the day. I think. Oh, yeah. I swear, if you delivered, yeah, if you delivered your lessons like a stand-up routine, they'd probably re- remember everything you say. Absolutely, isn't that true for adults? If you true. go to listen to a speaker and they're like talking in this monotone voice, and you know, then you fall asleep and you're bored out of your mind. But if they're making you laugh, you remember those things that they said that made you laugh. I mean, that's a common speaker tool. Everybody knows that. So, you know, it it just astounds me that we don't do the same thing in schools. We're going to go to break now, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of your lyrics, which I find just completely hysterically roll on the floor laughing funny. So when we come back.
Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. To start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She's a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious. And get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. Welcome back to the show, Parent Nation. This is Stop Raising Einstein, and I am your hostess, Tara Kennedy Klein, joined today by Dorothy Wallace of the Ladybugs. And we have been talking about um, the diversity in the cast of characters in the Ladybugs and why that's important. What I would love to get into right now is some of your uh, topics and lyrics, because they are friggin' hysterical, first of all. <laughs> And, Thank you. And, and second of all, it's I love that it's related to stuff that we don't really talk about. I mean, I've listened to a couple of them, mm-hmm. so I can speak to you know, like the creepy man. That uh-huh. the the that song is so fun. I mean, it's one of those songs that just like sticks in your head. <laughs> the melody of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so funny. But I mean, basically, the song talks about a little girl who wants to buy this little sh- short mini skirt dress and her mom doesn't want her to. And she's like, all the boys are going to talk about you and say stuff and look at you and stuff like that. But then it goes on to say it's not just the little boys that you have to worry about because there's creepy men that are going to be staring at you, too. And mm-hmm. then it talks about, like, being abducted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, like, where – do you have a line that you draw? Do you have a certain age group in mind? I mean, like, how do you present this stuff? Tell well, me a little just, bit more about your songs. Well, I decided when I started writing the songs, I, you know, I had originally thought it would be like a comedy Thing and I said, you know, um, I'm really not comfortable making a joke out of topics like this because you know kids do get abducted and right. murdered, you know, um, and so many kids. I, I mean, every time I bring this up, I, someone else tells me they were molested when they were five or six years old. So it's really uh, a horrible thing that happens to a lot of people. So I didn't want to make hey, a joke you know, about Penn's- it. Penn State alumni here, so, you know, I'm totally yes. feeling you right now. Exactly. Not in that way either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, I decided to just be sincere and write from the point of, of view of um, a children's song, the way um, the Magic Garden, uh, that was a show that was on when I was a kid, the way, like, two ladies would come on with their guitars and sing about um, things and write it like a true children's song with true advice to -hmm. kids. And it basically is just saying, you know, not to um, be too provocative, you know, fly under the radar, um, because there are some bad adults out there that you should be aware of. Um, And um, they're going to be looking at you, even though you want the boys in school to look at you, the, the creepy men will look at you too. (laughs) <laughs> and I love the one part of it. The one part is, and if you don't believe me, ask Chris Hansen. <laughs> From Dateline NBC. I mean, that, that was an eye-opening show, that To Catch a Predator, all of those people, they were coming to have sex with uh, teenage girls some, and boys. Right. And they all had professions, firemen and uh, veterans. There was a doctor. Rabbis, doctors, er, yeah, every walk of life, and it's just frightening. Yeah. You know? It was, it was creepy, especially when you have kids that age, you know, to yes. watch that show, and then you think, how do I have that conversation with my 12 or 13-year-old? And, you know, a lot of parents say, well, that's too young. No, it's not, because guess how old those kids were that those guys uh- were going to get? I think it's too old, truthfully. I'm everyone I talk to who mentions them being having been sexually abused that it happened when they were five or six. Mm-hmm. So how do you bring it up? How do you? I don't even know what the answer is. You know. Here's the deal for me personally: if mm-hmm. they're old enough to hold their their body parts to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, then they know what it is. If exactly. they're old enough for you to say, oh, no, we don't show that in public, they're old enough for you to tell them why. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. So, you know, so many parents are like, ooh, I don't want to have that conversation. Well, guess what? Then you're raising a victim. Exactly. And then you don't want, you know, you hear about kids getting abducted, and it's so sad um, when the parents 
come on television and and talk about um, how it happened, then it's always like a split second. Yep. That they looked away or whatever, and mm-hmm. um, and you don't want to have that regret that maybe if I just um, told them not to do this or not to go there or why, yep. maybe things would have turned out differently. So. Um, you know how, like, some kids say, um, like, they'll call somebody just a stranger? My my kids used to come home, and everybody that they didn't know was stranger danger. <laughs> ah, I like that. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. And Sounds I like a like, song title. I like it. <laughs> Can I do, like, a cameo in it? <laughs> yes, Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm going to be the anorexic character because I want to be yeah. really, really skinny. And no matter what I do, like, even if I'm a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we do need an eating disorder song. That'll be on the next album. Okay. So look at all the ideas we're coming up with. Oh, my God. Oh, that's you. awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so great. I love it. Yes. So <laughs> I know one of the ones that my producer, Carrie, who won't ever talk, but I know that she's waiting for this one. So your one song is called Sugar is Poison. You got to tell yes. me about that. <laughs> Sugar is Poison. Um, a lot of it is through my um, obsession with diet and exercise and um, just the amount of sugar that's in our food and how toxic it is. And truthfully, kids are everything they eat is full of sugar, especially any processed food is going to have sugar in it. And these kids, they're tiny. Uh, When you think about how sugar affects you when you have a candy bar, look how tiny a child is. And when they eat the same thing, what it must be doing to them. You know, they're growing. They need to be getting protein and and nutrients. And uh, so sugar is poison. I wanted to uh, talk about um, empower kids to choose their own food. And it does take time, I think, for parents to sit down with their kids, and especially if they don't really do this on their own, to identify what, what's a healthy food and what's not. So the kids can, when they're, when they're presented with food, when they're at a party or at school, they know how to make healthy choices. It's, I think that it's so much easier than we make it. You know what I mean? I really do. Yes. Well, first of all, marketing geniuses behind candy. I mean, let's face it. What is more attractive to a kid than a candy wrapper? Absolutely. You know? And, like, and adults, too. <laughs> right? No kidding. But you make a really, really good point. You know, if I can sit down and polish off an entire Kit Kat bar, mm-hmm. right, as an adult, and I can feel my heart racing faster, you know, yeah. now... If I was going to sit down and eat a steak, I would not expect my child to eat the same portion of steak that I would eat. Why would I expect my child to be able to polish off an entire Kit Kat bar and not feel four times the effects from the sugar and caffeine that I felt? And there's studies uh, that show that there's a dopamine release with sugar that is similar to drugs. So there is an addictive component where you can actually get addicted to sugar and oh. when you when you eliminate it from your diet you you can kind of feel sick for a few weeks as if you're going through withdrawal oh so, I, can, um, I totally i can totally see that i'm seriously when i have pms if i don't have chocolate and sugar 
I am uh -huh. like more raging than normal. Yes, me too. I have the same issue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, crazy. I can just imagine like you, so, so like Honey Boo Boo, for instance, which I wish I could just smack that woman. Uh, oh Aww. my gosh. But anyway, she, she has that, um, that Honey Boo Boo, that, uh, drink that she makes her daughter and it's, uh -huh. um, it's, it's uh, Red Bull and Mountain Dew. It's oh her go-go juice. Go-go juice, she calls it. Could you That's, imagine? This is this is how kids get diabetes. Yeah. You know? She's it's on like, the road, man. She's on the fast track to diabetes. Have you seen that? I don't watch that show. I used, I have watched <laughs> Toddlers and Tierras, and I'm dead set against putting kids on TV, but that's a whole other show. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it's, a song. it's really horrifying, and just that people are making money off of it and think this is a good idea. I mean, I'm in the Writers Guild. There are a lot of writers who need jobs writing for TV, you know, fiction. Um, mm -hmm. and, and instead, they're making these reality shows and exploiting children. It's really... It's really sad. And the funniest part is, reality TV is the most unrealistic thing out there. It is. It is. You know, I was on a set where we did one of the builds for Extreme Home Makeover, and it's off uh -huh. the air now, so I can say this. They made them move that bus five times. Like, Come on, give me a bigger reaction. I want to, you know, it's so, you know, it's, it's supposed to be reality TV, but we all know it's like total setup. So it's totally set up. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, and there's another song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually do have a song I'm working on about um, toddlers and tiaras, which I'm excited about. So hopefully I hope I get the, the album done by by the end of the year. Woohoo. That's going to be so cool. So you have a whole yeah. new, like, current list of songs and stuff that you're coming out with? Yes, and I'm trying to also make a, a Christmas record. Well, oh. That's a whole, yeah. There's so many things with Don't Christmas. make me kiss grandma? You know, like, to divorced parents having uh, uh, two Christmases and two trees. Um, and then... Uh, Uncle Charlie likes to hug me too much under the mistletoe? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> or, uh, I, I have a personal experience working um, as an elf in Bloomingdale's, and so I, I have a song I'm writing called uh, Department Store Santa, because they're oh. interesting, interesting people that, that get that job. <laughs> that is so fantastic. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. when we come back from our next break, I want to talk about how we can connect with you, how we, where we can find you, and how we can uh, get a hold of you for your next album as soon as we come okay, back Okay, absolutely. Thank you. Stay tuned for more of the show. Tara, the self-proclaimed queen of accountability, loudly advocates positive parenting and unique education for spirited children. She wants to help you shout out the fact that children need to be raised to discover their own unique brilliance. We'll be right back. Do your friends and family speak the same spiritual language as you? Are you ready to embrace the life you truly desire? Are you ready to find the courage to listen to your intuition, embrace your ancient wisdom, and live an authentic life in joy? Join Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, Fridays at noon, Eastern Standard Time, on the Angel Radio Network, as she ignites the conversations you're longing to have. 
grab a cup of tea, tune in, and finally find the answers you're looking for and the path of happiness you seek with an hour of Dishy Talk Radio for the Spiritually Hungry with Gail Carruthers, your spiritual girlfriend, here Fridays at noon on the Angel Radio Network, changing the world by enlightening the world, one radio show at a time. Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Tara's passion and purpose is to redirect parents who are frustrated trying to raise the perfect child in an imperfect world and encourage them to discover the unique brilliance in their children in themselves, even on those days where they wonder why they ever had kids in the first place. Here she is, Tara Kennedy Klein. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are almost done with our show for the week. I can't believe how fast this hour goes. I wish like every hour in my day would go this quickly sometimes. But um, having such a great time with Dorothy Wallace from the Ladybugs. And Dorothy, before the break, um, we were just talking about some of the lyrics from some of your songs and stuff like that. And I really, really want to make sure that, oh, we were talking about your new album that you have hopefully coming yes. out soon. And uh-huh. so I really want the audience to be able to connect with you and get a hold of your albums and your videos and all that stuff. So please tell us how we can connect with well, you. The best place to connect with me is on our website. It's theladybugsmusic.com. Theladybugsmusic.com. You can join our email list. Um, you can also subscribe to the blog. Uh, it also uh, links you to uh, the music. The music's available on Amazon, iTunes, CD Baby, pretty much any music place where you can purchase music. Um, and then uh, if you want to watch the show, Meet the Ladybugs, that's also at meettheladybugs.com. Um, and that also uh, uh, links you up to our Facebook and, and Twitter. And what else is there? I think I, I think I covered everything. So do you do live performances as well? No, not actually. The ladybugs are totally uh, animated. It's just me. So um, I, I, I've never done a live performance. Um, I've thought about it. But it's not something I'm doing right now. If anything, I would probably create an animation to have the Ladybugs perform live if it was for something special. 
Um, oh my gosh, I could that, totally yeah. see this being an assembly. Yeah, yeah. It would take uh, it takes a while to do animation, um, but uh, it's a lot of fun, and I would definitely do it for the right uh, project. So this is all you. It's all me. Yeah, I couldn't afford to hire people, so I said, well. <laughs> You know, I can play, I, you know, I play instruments, I can sing and write, so um, it took a while to do it by myself, but um, but I'm very happy with the result. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. It sounds like you have backup singers, like I was picturing this whole little infestation of ladybugs. Oh no, it's actually just me, but thank you. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, yeah. you guys, if you have to go check out the website and, and watch these videos and listen to the music, cause it's just, it's, it's so relevant and important. And at the same time, it's so funny. And I can totally see, like when I, when I showed this to my 14 and my 12 year olds, they were mm -hmm. laughing hysterically, but then they would <laughs> shut up so they could hear what you were going to say next. <laughs> and then they start laughing again. So, I mean, it really is. It's like the perfect tool to oh. kind of open that really uncomfortable door to conversations that we truly don't want to have. Yeah, like, oh, thank I, you I so really, much. Sure, absolutely. Thank you for bringing it out. I, I would love, I don't know if you have any songs about, um, like, sex, like teen sex, but I can teen see them like, a, yeah, like an older, like a Justin Bieber type. Oh, you know what? Well, we have puppies. Puppies is about where babies come from, and uh -huh. it explains. And then safety first explains uh, safe sex. It talks about um, uh, STDs and um, using condoms and talking to your parents about, uh, you know, safe sex. Really? I didn't yes. see those. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> totally gonna listen to those i'm gonna listen to them first and then i'll decide which one of my kids to show it to but i know i'm I, i'm gonna play it for my 14 year old and here's the thing if he thinks that it's cool mm -hmm. or even if even if he finds it hysterically funny he's going to play it for his friends just to show them what he's found i know that's why i made it kind of like uh uh, teenage boy humor, you know, little little boy uh, poo and fart joke humor, especially exactly. the show because it it is a little edgy, but um, kids but like you know to what? feel like they're watching something like that's a grown up show, right? Like there's something that they shouldn't. Kids uh -huh. always do stuff they shouldn't. Yes, because they want to feel in control. They want to feel grown up. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to feel that adrenaline rush. You know, that's why kids jump off the roof. They don't yep. do it because they're that stupid. They do it because they want to feel the adrenaline rush of doing something that they've been told a thousand times not to do. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I love yeah. your methods. I, I think they're brilliant. And, you know, they're not for everybody. But then again, mm -hmm. neither is parenting. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so that is so cool. Well, I uh, we were talking a little bit at the break about... I would love to see um, some topics about autism because my son has Asperger's, which mm -hmm. the title of that alone would be a hysterically funny song. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, because people are always trying to mispronounce it so that they don't feel so uncomfortable saying it. It's Asperger's. That's exactly yeah. what it's called. The man's <laughs> name was Asperger. So just say it. So um, 
but do you have anything in the works for um, like tolerance, special needs tolerance, or do you already have songs about that? There is a song called Special Kids, <laughs> which is oh, on the album Sugar is Poison. Uh, and that does talk about, it's from the point of view of a kid who's in school and sees there are kids that are a little different and um, is wondering about them. Um, so that's, so that's the only thing, yeah. I would, I think that that would be a, a tremendous, especially today, you mm-hmm. know, when kids are di- being diagnosed at an alarming rate, yeah. you know, those, it, but it's ridiculous in New Jersey. It's like one in 78 boys born today will be born with an autism spectrum disorder. One in 78. Yes. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And in five years, all those boys on the autism spectrum are going to be hitting the school systems. Yeah. You know, so we've yeah. got a very short learning curve. And I don't think schools are giving that enough credit at all. We've got a very, very short learning curve right now between when the spike in diagnosis happened on newborns or toddlers to when they start hitting the schools. Yes. You know, so we've really got to start getting stuff like what you're doing into the hands of people who really, really need it. Yes. You know, and and coming up with unique and different ways, because like you said, you know, you use use potty humor because that's what boys get. My Mm -hmm. kids listen to me. I can snap my kids out of a bad mood in two seconds by telling a fart joke. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It works, you know. It does. You know, but for my neighbor who's, you know, she's very, she's very Catholic and very prim and proper and that works and she has girls. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not so into that, but you know, to each his own, there's going to be different strokes for different folks. And this is, I think this is a very broad stroke, what you're doing. So, you. you know, I really hope a lot more people dive into it and get to know it. But, um, I think back to the the whole autism spectrum thing, you know, we literally had a teacher that I was dealing with because I'm a I'm a special needs advocate for families too. And I I literally had a teacher in one of my IEP meetings. He was kind of sitting there with his arms crossed and he was he was very dismissive and and didn't want to engage in any of the conversation. And we I kind of called him out on it a little bit and I said it seems to me like you really don't want to be part of the team. And he said, "No, I don't want to be part of the team. I got in this to teach the subject that I teach. I don't know about special needs kids. I don't want to know about special needs kids and I don't see why I should have to." Wow. Right? Whoa. And I went, I hate to burst your bubble, but in the next four years, about a third of your classroom is going to be made up of those special needs kids. And you're going to have two choices, either find another career path or figure it out, you know, get the desire. Yeah, exactly. I mean, getting (laughs) the right people to be teaching kids is so important, too. Because so many people go into it and they they might have a, a love for the subject matter, but not for for the kids right and a lot of them go into it thinking you know oh my gosh this is so great this is working so well and then the kid just continues to be autistic and then they get sick of them and they're Mm -hmm. like yeah you know now i'm tired of it now i just want them to be normal and Mm -hmm. you know and then that's where stuff starts to break down and which, which is why i think that what you're doing could be so applicable to the school setting even if you just 
did it as an assembly for just the teachers, like, you know, one on those teacher enrichment days or whatever, you know, because they would laugh at it. They would think it was funny. You know, they would because they deal with this stuff every day. Yeah. Well, that's a great idea. Hey, thanks. It's kind of one of the things I do. (laughs) (laughs) So I am so thrilled to have had you on the show today. I, I think that this is, um, I think this is a wave of entertainment that we've really been avoiding for too long. I mean, I remember Schoolhouse Rock when I was uh-huh. a kid, and we don't have stuff like that anymore. Uh-huh. And I, I still sing those songs to this day. Oh, I mean, me there were certain melodies and, you know, like, I'm just a bill, I'm only a bill. Like, I remember a lot of those songs. And to listen to what you're putting out there, it's... It's so similar in that catchy tune and memorable phrasing. You know, maybe maybe some of the terminology might not be comfortable or, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's clean. I'm not going to say it's not clean humor. It's very clean humor. It's just um, uncomfortable topics. Yes. You know, and yes. I just, I, I really hope that, Everybody who's listening will absolutely take the opportunity to go to your website, which is theladybugsmusic.com, and, and check it out and see what, what you have to offer. And I'm so excited for your new stuff to come out. I can't wait to hear it. And, and I can't wait to see what my, my cartoon looks like, my skinny little cartoon. But oh, <laughs> So anyway, our show is Oh, we're almost over. So before we go, I want to make sure that everybody knows how to connect with me as well. Um, I'm on Facebook at Stop Raising Einstein. Please go like our page. We have a goal of 5,000 likes by the end of the year. And, uh, you know, we just keep growing every single day. And we have a community of people who love to talk and share ideas just like what we did today. So be sure to connect with us and join us next week on Stop Raising Einstein. Thanks for listening to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Make these Stop Raising Einstein principles your own. Love unconditionally, give freely, laugh openly, learn daily, grow immensely. And of course, 